My husband demanded a paternity test after my newborn daughter didn't look anything like him. And after getting treated like garbage by my husband and his extended family, I finally caved and got the paternity test just to prove once and for all that I was not unfaithful to my husband. And now my husband and his extended family are feeling extremely guilty and apologetic for what they did. But at this point, I am so hurt over the situation that I seriously now don't know what to do. Here's what happened. My husband and I have three children. Our sons look exactly like him. Dark skin and dark eyes and hair. But our daughter doesn't. She looks exactly like my great-grandparents. Really pale, blonde, and green-eyed. But apparently, he didn't think it was possible that our daughter could look like my great-grandparents. And from the moment he saw her, he told me he wanted a paternity test. At first, I refused. Because I felt it was humiliating. And because I didn't think it was necessary. Because I never cheated on him. And I hoped that he would trust me, but he didn't. And for the first two months of our daughter's life, he made my life a nightmare. He didn't want to hold her even if she cried desperately while I was doing something else. He never woke up at night to help me with her. He never helped me with anything and that hurt me so much because with our boys, he was completely different. He helped me all the time with absolutely everything and he was always there for me after giving birth. But this time, he left me alone and it was the worst experience of my life. I have no family here and his entire family from the moment they saw my daughter turned their backs on me. I don't have any friends here either so it was just my daughter and me. She is a colicky baby so it was very difficult for me to do everything alone and on top of that to help with our sons. I decided to do the paternity test because one day his entire family came to our house to celebrate my son's birthday and no one spoke to me and they didn't want to include my daughter in the photos that my in-laws took of all the grandchildren so I knew it was stupid to keep waiting for them to come to their senses. Well, the paternity test came back positive and everyone was shocked and of course they felt guilty for not having believed me. Everyone apologized and my husband even cried when he held our daughter in his arms for the first time and I know that his apologies were genuine and that's why I forgave him but I don't know if I can forgive his family. They treated me really badly and they said some horrible things about me just a few days after giving birth and I cannot forget their insults or violence. My husband knows that I don't want to see his family nor do I want them anywhere near our children. And he told his family as well. So these last three months, it has been just the five of us. But it doesn't feel as good as I expected. My husband is constantly apologizing and crying every time he holds our daughter. And I am getting tired of this situation. I want us to be happy as we were before. So how can we move on? My husband suggested that we should start going to couples therapy. But I mean, how much can therapy even help in this situation? What should I do? This is honestly insane to me. I can't imagine my spouse or even my extended family turning on me like that, all under the assumption that I cheated in some kind of way. Like, seriously, that is incredibly insulting. Like, literally, no one would believe you. Your husband even was under the assumption, yeah, you cheated. This kid is not mine. They've got green eyes. Like, seriously, what is going on here? I'm just gonna say it outright. That guy is an awful husband. His first thought when he saw his daughter is, oh, wow, you cheated on me. There's no way that can be ours. Listen, buddy, genetics are weird. Kids can come out looking all different types of ways, regardless of a lot of different factors. So the fact that you would automatically jump to some conclusion that your wife obviously had to be cheating on you is honestly really disgusting. And the original poster did not deserve to go through with that. I can only imagine how humiliating that must have been. Like these people labeled you with a scarlet letter before you even had a chance to say no, that's not the case. And you know what? I don't blame you for saying no, I'm not getting a paternity test. I know the truth and I know that this is our child. And instead of stepping up and trying to listen to his 
wife, who, you know, he should be trusting, he decided to act like a complete clown. He literally turned everybody against you. He would purposefully not help with his daughter and then act like the best father ever with his sons, all to try and prove some kind of point that was completely wrong. And the fact that his extended family also acted this way is so inappropriate. I mean, they were intentionally trying to leave your kid out of pictures. Like, what is going on right now? That's so weird. Why would you intentionally ostracize a member of the family like that? And look, if you really want to forgive your husband, go for it. It really does seem from what you've described that he is really sorry for what happened. And he's incredibly apologetic and he keeps crying every time he holds his daughter. He clearly sees the errors of his ways and I think that is a really good sign in my opinion. But when it comes to the extended family, I don't blame you for being upset. I think you have every right to be angry at them. They ganged up on you. This very quickly became a dog pile when all they needed to do was trust you in the first place. So truly, with all things considered, I don't blame you for cutting off that side of your family. They are incredibly toxic. They've shown their true colors if anything is even perceived to be wrong. And it's obvious that they, along with your husband, even though he's sorry, are very quick to make assumptions about you as a person. And that, in my opinion, is incredibly unacceptable. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out. Link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. An entitled Karen walks up to me at work and tries to force me to babysit her child for over three hours. And I'm still in complete shock that this lady tried that in the first place. Here's what happened. So years ago, I worked in the office of an adult education center. We offered either a GED, an ESL, as well as U.S. citizenship classes. And we had a lot of students coming and going at all hours. One morning, I was sitting at my desk, typing away when a young woman hurried over to me with a little girl around four years old. And then she just started walking away. Now, naturally, when she did this, I said to her, can I help you? She looked rather annoyed as she told me she was in a hurry. Her class was about to start and her babysitter had canceled at the last minute. So she needed me to watch her child. She said to me, you could do that, right? It's only three hours after all. And when I heard that, I was completely flabbergasted. So I told her straight up, no, I could not become her new babysitter. I had an actual job I was already doing. And even if for some crazy reason I did agree, what was I supposed to do with a preschooler for an entire morning? This kid didn't have any toys with her or literally anything to keep her entertained. I mean, did she expect her daughter to just sit in a chair watching me type the entire time? And the craziest part about it is that if I had not noticed in time and spoken up, I really believe that this woman would have left her daughter at my desk and then walked away without a single word. Now, I totally understand the predicament that the mom was in. I am not unsympathetic. But in what world do you simply toss your child in the direction of some random person with the expectation of free and instant childcare? And how does she even know who I am? Or if I'm somebody who has any business being around kids, I have no idea what the woman ended up doing, perhaps asking her instructor if the child could stay in their classroom, or else maybe just going back home. Because when I told her no, she stormed away without another word, clearly wanting to show me how unreasonable I was being, despite this lady seriously being insane, if she thinks that I'm going to watch her kid for over three hours. That is honestly so irresponsible as a parent. Like, what was this lady thinking? Did she really think, oh yeah, this person will watch my kid? Like, are you kidding me right now? Why would you go to a random person that you've never met, whether they work in the building or not, and be like, yeah, you're going to watch my kid real quick. It will only be three hours. It's not that long. Like, lady, are you seriously that irresponsible with your children? You just have some random stranger watch them? And it's not like she even asked this person if they could watch her kid in the first place. They just walked up and said, 
okay, here you go. As if this is some kind of like open daycare service. That is crazy to me and I honestly can't imagine doing that to your own child. My boyfriend seemingly wants people to think that he's single despite the fact that we've been together for over a year and now I'm really at a loss and I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So I've been with my boyfriend for over a year and I'm currently living at his place. We've gone on trips together. I've met his friends and gone with him to social events, etc. But he is never affectionate in public and people say that we look like we could just be friends. He also has never mentioned me or that he is in a relationship on social media, which is suspicious since he uses it regularly. And this is for personal use as well as work uses. And he doesn't like it if I put him on social media either. When I asked him about these things, he said he doesn't like public displays of affection. He doesn't want the relationship on social media because we will get trolled for our age gap and he wants to keep it private. For reference, I'm 29 years old and my boyfriend is 39. Now, I think those are fair reasons, but I don't think they are honest. I mean, he showed his last relationship on social media without giving any info about his ex. He mentioned her name instead of tagging her and used pictures where you can't see her face. So I don't see why he can't do the same with me. I also think there's a difference between not liking public displays of affection and not touching your partner so that people think you're casual or just friends. I think he's trying to give the impression that he is single on social media or at least not in a serious relationship in the public eye. I don't think he's cheating or that I'm a side woman or anything like that, but we are together every night. And if there was someone else, there would have been signs by now. Can anyone explain what this is? Am I just overreacting or being insecure here? What should I do? Here's the thing. I don't think it's unreasonable for you to be like, hey, we're in a relationship in public. Can we at least pretend we're in a relationship? Like the way he's acting is really weird. It's almost like he's trying to dodge the fact that the both of you are in a relationship together. Like anytime you're in public, he doesn't, I don't know, put his arm around you or hold your hand and you're not the only one that noticed. Like friends have come up and said, wow, it kind of looks like you two are just friends. And that's not the case. You spend nights together, you're always together and you're in a relationship. There's no reason why he can't show that to some degree. Now, when it comes to social media, I kind of understand where he's coming from. Maybe he's just a really private person or something like that. So to a certain degree, I can kind of understand where he's coming from. But when it comes to him basically trying to pretend like he's single in public, that, in my opinion, is very suspicious. And with that in mind, I really don't blame you for being upset about the way he's acting. My mother-in-law's entitled boyfriend treats me and my husband like garbage. And after trying to have a Thanksgiving dinner with them, we realize very quickly that we are not welcome. So we decided to leave. And I'm so glad we made that decision. Here's what happened. So this happened a few years ago. We were staying with my mother-in-law and her then-boyfriend. I was job hunting every chance I got and writing stories in between. I was aware we were not welcome and we were staying in a guest room. Thanksgiving came. And while it wasn't that great, my parents wanted us to come up for the holiday. Our friend was also invited since his family was not in town. We were at the house talking to my mother-in-law's boyfriend's family. Their youngest was around our age and a gamer. He asked if he could play my hacked video game, which was fine. And we found out later we were being made fun of for having a game system and the games that we had. Sitting down, I realized something with the way we were being treated. My husband and I were being forced to eat last. All of my mother-in-law's boyfriend's family were allowed to eat first. I went to get a drink and was stared at because I was then asked by the mother-in-law's boyfriend, um, what are you doing? You have to wait until we're served. We are older. I said to them, I'm thirsty. And I then poured a can of soda out and went out to get my game system and games, basically unplugging it and taking it back to my room. My husband's friend took the cue that we weren't welcome. I asked to go to my parents and I called them up. We left after a small 
chat with a mother-in-law who was furious that we were made to eat the scraps of the meal. My parents and sisters heard about what happened and were not very impressed. My mother made a great effort to make everyone welcome at her table. She and my husband don't always get along, but he told her what was happening at the house since we were there. I was able to get a job the following week and also made it a mission to work every Thanksgiving to avoid this kind of garbage. I mean, seriously though, the Walmart I worked at had food catered for Thanksgiving and that included most holidays. Since some of us had this experience, I was glad that my mother-in-law eventually broke up with that guy and also abandoned his family. The fact that they made fun of my husband and I for at least trying to work and also gaming for me was a stress reliever. I never celebrated Thanksgiving ever since that incident and honestly, I never will. I always make sure my work knows I work 90% of all holidays and I don't like to overindulge. I also view this incident as a reason for me to be frugal. Wow, that guy's family sounds absolutely atrocious. Like seriously, trying to make you eat last? Oh, you're not allowed to drink anything. We gotta get served first. Nope, actually, I'm not gonna do that. That's insane and I'm not gonna put up with that. And honestly, if I was in your shoes, I would have done the exact same thing. I would have left that place immediately and gone literally anywhere else. I am not about to be made fun of by people who do not care about me and I'm also not gonna be treated like a dog who can't get some food and eat. That's incredibly rude and honestly, you do not deserve that in the slightest. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Am I the jerk for locking the house up before I left to go to a party and as a result, lock my roommate out of the house because they forgot their keys inside the house? Here's what happened. So I moved in with four friends at the beginning of this year for university. I brought up the importance of having a spare key, but everyone said it would be useless because there was always someone in the house. Well, as of last night, everything went down. Before I left, my roommate said that she was going to get sushi and then my other roommate left for acapella practice. I had a party for my fraternity that I needed to attend, so I got my things. I left the house and I locked the door behind myself, as I always do. Now, this is important because my roommates are terrible at remembering their keys and always forget to lock the door, even in the middle of the night when everyone is home. It's also important to note that nobody was home. So I'm at the party and my roommate calls me saying to let her in. I said I was occupied and to call the other roommates to see if they can help. She calls them up and apparently they offered to come and open the door for her or invite them to their locations. She turned them down, saying that it was my mistake for locking the door and that I should have left it unlocked for her. I mean, how was I supposed to know that she left her keys? Also, it was apparently my responsibility to rectify my mistake by letting her in. She contacted me again and I told her that I was occupied. But then I get a flurry of text messages calling me a jerk and saying that I can go get lost. And I honestly thought that she was just venting. So I just turned off my phone and enjoyed the rest of the party. I got home and she begins to scream at me for locking her out and then for not letting her back in and forcing her to spend two hours outside on the porch steps in the cold. I asked her why she didn't get any of her other roommates and she gave me the same speech about how it is my responsibility. Now, I am very avoidant of conflict, so I said to her, I'm sorry that you were out in the cold, but your poor planning does not constitute an emergency for me. I then left, went to bed, and have spent the day in bliss. She has been giving me the cold shoulder ever since and has said that she no longer wants to be friends with me. Now, I am concerned that she may be telling the truth and I don't want to lose her as a friend, but I also don't want to walk on eggshells around someone like that. Am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? Your roommate is a complete fool. You offered so many times. Guys, we need a spare key for the house. We need some kind of security measure just in case nobody has a key. And then just fast forward to this situation and lo and behold, this is exactly what's happening. So honestly, how is this your problem? Your stupid entitled roommate forgot her keys in the house and then she's like, no, you need to stop what you're doing to let me in. And she didn't blame any of the other roommates who didn't help her out. She only blamed you. She seriously tried to act like this was your fault all because you locked the door? Like, lady, are you crazy? Do you want to lose all of your belongings? I know if I lived there, I wouldn't want to lose my stuff. Leaving your house unlocked, especially on a university campus, is like a surefire way to get completely robbed. So no, you are not the jerk. You didn't do anything wrong. Your roommate is being an idiot, and hopefully next time she remembers to bring her keys. Because the next time she gets locked out, it's absolutely not going to be your problem. My husband is going to an event, and he doesn't want me to go with him, but instead wants to go with a friend whom I've never met before. And at this point, I feel so hurt, and I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So my husband and I were looking to go to a comedy show, but he decided against it because of the cost. His friend has messaged him today, asking to go with him, so now they are going together. He asked if I'm upset about it, which I said I really wanted to go as well, but we didn't purchase tickets because he said it was too expensive. And I also said that I felt left out. Now, I've never met this friend. I've offered to have them come over to our house for food or drinks, and my husband said that his friend wouldn't want to. I've also asked to hang out when they've gone to play pool or something else that my husband wanted to do, but he has always said no. I get him wanting to spend time with his friends alone 
phone and that's fine. I just find it a bit weird. I've never met him and seemingly the friend has no interest in meeting me. They don't meet up that often so it's not something I've pushed for. The friend is of a different culture and I don't know how much that plays into it though. My husband has said the friend is into comedy and that's why he's going with him. But I'm into comedy too. We watch the same stuff and we like the same people. I mean we went to another comedian's thing earlier in the year and really enjoyed it. The comedian thing has really made me feel pretty bummed out honestly. I would have liked to go with my husband to see it and my husband keeps asking if I'm upset and I've said that I've told him exactly how I feel about it. So how do I get over the feelings of being ditched and left behind? What should I do? Honestly, that's really mean of your husband. He really should have bought you a ticket as well and said, hey, I changed my mind. Let's go do this. Like, it really seems like he wants to spend more time with his friend instead of spending time with, I don't know, his wife. Like, that is so rude and so unacceptable. I don't blame you for being upset. If my significant other went to a comedy show without me, especially one that we had already like planned on going to, but they canceled last minute because of the cost, I would feel very tricked, very betrayed, and basically worthless. So I don't blame you for feeling this way, and if anything, I really would have a conversation with them and let them know exactly how you feel. It's also worth mentioning, just from my perspective, that this supposed friend that doesn't want to be around you really kind of sounds like a sketchy situation. I mean, you've never even met this person. Why on earth would he want to go somewhere alone without you being there? That, in my opinion, is really sketchy, and honestly, with all things considered, I think the way he went about doing this was incredibly rude. Am I the jerk for keeping the engagement ring that my now dead fiancé gave to me after he proposed to me before his accident? Because after his family came storming up to my door demanding that I hand the ring over, I'm honestly at a loss and I don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So for the sake of this story, my fiancé who passed away will be called John. This was not his real name. And this all started about four years ago. I was engaged to John after dating for four years. When he proposed, the ring he used was two sizes too big. We went to the store that he bought it from two weeks before proposing and he kept the receipt. We ended up getting the right size and kept the same style. We did plan to have a wedding after three years of planning and saving. Ten months after the proposal, John passed away in a car accident. I used the savings from the wedding to pay for his funeral. The day after the funeral, John's brother came to me asking for the ring. I asked why and his response was that the ring had been passed down through their family for five generations. But I told him that was BS because I have proof that the ring was bought for me less than a year ago. We argued a bit back and forth and then he stormed off. Then I get calls from John's family saying that I'm a liar and they're still demanding the ring. Then I got a letter from their lawyer and in the letter they also demanded that I reimburse them for the cost of John's funeral. So I got myself a lawyer, showed the proof about the ring and that I paid for the funeral. And fast forward once we go to court and I'm the one that comes out as the winner. Now I thought that madness was over. That is until John's sister recently messaged me. She and her boyfriend are engaged but haven't gotten a ring and she wants John's ring for her wedding. After I said no, she went crazy and has been messaging me nonstop, basically demanding that I give over that ring. I have blocked her over and over again but she finds ways around it constantly. In fact, I was having brunch with my friend and my mobile was on the table. A message from my sister popped up and my friend saw it. My friend knows about everything before my sister's first message. I explained the messages to her and my friend believes that I'm the jerk and I should just give her the ring. She ended up telling my other friends and they are all saying the same things. But now I'm kind of doubting myself and at this point I seriously don't know what to do. Honestly, I would not talk to anybody else about this. I would go straight to my lawyer. You are literally being harassed by greedy and lying people. 
people. They seriously try to look at you and be like, that's been passed down in our family for generations. And yet you were there, you've already been to court over this, and you've got proof that he bought it for you. Like seriously, that's such a horrible thing to try and do, it's not even funny. Like think about it for a second. They waited one day until they could ask and be like, hey, you want to give us back that ring? All while coming up with this bogus story. And when it comes to your friend basically turning on you and trying to be like, wow, how could you do this to them? While also convincing the rest of your friends to basically be like, yeah, you're the jerk. Those people suck and you do not need them in your life. In my opinion, I don't think you've done anything wrong. I think you have all the proof in the world to say, hey, you know what? This ring is mine and I'm not going to give it over. So hopefully this can all be resolved in some kind of safe way because the way John's extended family is acting is really weird and you do not deserve to be treated this way in the slightest. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.